can we announce that you've changed location? I I am recording this from London. I'm I am in London. By the time you hear this, I won't be in London. I'll have been and gone. I'll have escaped like a thief in the night. We met for dinner. We did. We met for dinner and I got a ridiculous dessert. It was a meringue tower. It was a it was a literal it was like slightly phallic looking meringue tower. <laughs> it was very good. We we queued like 45 minutes for this trendy steak place that doesn't take reservations, right? We arrived 15 minutes after opening and we had to queue for 45 minutes. I don't think we were there that long either once we were in there. Yeah, we we were probably in there less time than we were queuing. Don't say it was not like that. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> okay, it wasn't that bad, no. It, you know, I have been to that place before as well. Actually, no, I haven't been to that specific branch, but I have been to that restaurant I guess it's technically a chain before and I remember it being really good and I think it was not as good as I remember but I I can't tell if that's because it's gone downhill or if I've gone uphill better both if I'm honest <laughs> okay did did you have some food ideas you wanted to run by me uh do I should I I don't know. I, I don't know what you want to talk about this episode. Okay, let's, okay, let's talk about food. Let's continue with this quickly. Some articles we came across. Pineapple instead of tomato in a full English. I mean, who eats the tomato? Wait, wait, why don't you eat the tomato? Because I, I would have baked beans. But sometimes they give you tomatoes regardless. Yeah, but th- that's just sad. <laughs> it's like, have you ever seen like the Heston Blumenthal perfect whatever? You know, that, that series, this is like, this is probably like 10, 15 years ago now, but Heston Blumenthal, you know, three Michelin star chef did a series where he tried to make like the perfect something or, or maybe this was the fixing little chef. I can't remember. He did, he did a bunch of like popular TV cooking stuff. And yeah, in one of them, he's doing a full English and he has the tomato, I think. And it's just like, no, who wants the tomato? Definitely baked beans. But it's not a choice. You can have both. I mean, why not both? Because, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> who wants the tomato? The beans are better. The beans are, but it's still, why, why are you comparing the tomatoes with the beans? It's, um, you should compare the tomatoes with the hypothetical pineapple. Or the the black pudding. Oh, black Yeah, but uh, black, black pudding is like the sausage or the bacon, surely. The, whereas the tomato is like the okay, beans. Wait, wait. Then. If it's tomato, then it's tomatoes or the spinach. <laughs> Who has spinach? You know spinach happens. It happens more than you'd like. Because <laughs> it should happen never. <laughs> yes. Spinach is green. It's, it's not the same category of food. <laughs> Fine. That's not fair. You're you're doing it by food colour than it is beans or tomatoes, then, isn't it? Yeah, and that's why pineapple doesn't come into it. I mean, could you substitute a pineapple for a hash brown? But the hash brown is brown and the pineapple is yellow. But it's the closest you're going to get. I guess it's the closest. I mean, the butter is like, where's the butter? We gave you pineapple instead. You can compare it to toast as well now. Yeah, I don't know. I. But it's like it's like gammon. If you had like ham, ham and pineapple is a thing, right? 
It is, but the extension is: Would you? I mean, are you a fan of ham and pineapple pizza? Actually, yes. Oh dear, I, I, I actually like I actually like pineapple and pizza. I'm I'm sorry to admit. I know this is not the the classy thing to say, but I you know things where I'm secretly super basic. I like pineapple and pizza, and I like dark roast coffee. These are both things that you're not supposed to like as a as a snob, but I do. We're eight years deep in this podcast. I think uh, you've told me too late. <laughs> yeah, you're going to cancel it now. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So you don't do pineapple on pizza? No, I don't do pineapple on pizza. Really? So you, you wouldn't eat a Hawaiian pizza? Um, only if the alternative is margarita. Wow. I didn't know that dark roast coffee was a bad thing. Yeah, it's all about light roast now. You're supposed to be—you're supposed to taste the origin of the coffee, not the roast. And I'm just like, I just want it to—I just want it to taste roasted. I don't care. I think that's human nature. Everyone wants it. Everyone wants it darker than dark as night. Yeah, <laughs> black as sin. It was simple. It was simple. <laughs> I've been drinking. I've been drinking robusta coffee, even not even arabica. What's the difference? Just different variety of beans. It's the it's the traditional like Singaporean style coffee is actually robusta. Ne- actually, I can see some parallels here. So, next up is salt in tea. See, this this like the internet lost its mind, but I I think it's only because an American said it. If a British person had said it, they'd have been like, oh, okay. But because an American said it, all the Brits were just like, this is an outrage. It's equivalent to having salted popcorn. Even James Hoffman suggests putting salt in coffee. And if James Hoffman says it, then, you know. He's running out of content to make. That's why. (laughs) He's running out of content. I mean, actually, he doesn't say you should put salt in coffee. I think he says if your coffee is really bad, then you can put some salt in it to try and cut the perceived bitterness. Oh, I see. Yeah, that makes sense. Because normally I just put milk in, you know, people just put milk in usually to cut it out. Yeah. And and this is actually for the same reason. They're just saying if you add a tiny amount of salt, but less than you can like perceive, then it will cut the apparent bitterness of the tea. But you know, you could just make better tea. I don't I don't know what is good tea. I know what good coffee tastes like, but I don't know what good tea tastes like. Do do you know what good coffee tastes like? You just said you don't know the difference between dark and light roast. No, I, I don't. You don't even know the difference between robusta and arabica. <laughs> but I can taste the difference. I, I know what good coffee tastes like. I drink Nescafe Gold Blend. <laughs> I mean, like ting, ting. <laughs> Who's judging who here? I can't believe I can't believe you are telling me off a of pineapple on pizza. I remember those days when I used to watch that ad and really believe that Nescafe Gold Blend was the peak was peak coffee. In the same way that I thought Cadbury's milk tray was peak milk chocolate. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All these terrible things from from the nineties when we knew no better. Viennetta, peak ice cream. Oh, Viennetta. Viennetta was so good. By the power of advertising. Yeah, I, I also thought Viennetta was the height of class as a child. And then only later on do I realise that is incredibly, like, ghetto. <laughs> yeah. I want to move on. Go go on, let's move on. I want to talk about, yes, you have changed countries, you've changed time zones, your work day has been shifted. Do you still suffer from 
revenge bedtime procrastination? I am so tired. I'm just like so tired. But I think at the moment I'm so tired because of jet lag. Whereas, yeah, I also spent a few weeks of just like extreme revenge bedtime procrastination. Like, I don't know if we've, have, I, I don't know if I've actually said it on this podcast like while we're recording, but like I have meetings until late at night and like my last meeting sometimes is midnight and then I just stay up until three or four a.m. because I feel like I should have some time to myself. Whereas actually in the UK, it's actually fine because I have the same meetings, but they're eight hours prior because of time zone. So. So you still need the three to four hours to wind down. Yeah, but that, you know, in the UK, that only takes me to like nine or ten o'clock. It sounds very reasonable. It is very reasonable. I guess n- people do take three to four hours to wind down. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's only a problem if you stop working at midnight. <laughs> but I am I am really tired. Yes. So sorry if this recording sounds very tired. But, you know, maybe it'll be soothing. You can listen to it while you go to bed. I guess the, what is it, what, what I want to say is the variety of things you can do between 12 a.m. and 4 a.m. are much more reduced than what you can do between the uh, social Excuse black- me, you can play Fortnite. You can play Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> you can, yeah, you're right. There's, there's F all you can do. Whereas I guess you can be slightly sociable between the hours of 6 p.m. and 10 p.m. Yes, quite. So I, I've been making the most of it here. I've been meeting up with people, you know, and actually having a social life. But my Baldur's Gate 3 playthrough has suffered mightily. You should just move back. (laughs) So many people have said that to me. So many people have said, why don't you just move back? And I don't really have a particularly good answer other than the tax rate here is really high. (laughs) That's like not a good answer. It's like, what? You trying to live your life with tax efficiency? I I just can't help min-maxing it. Yeah, it's not sensible. It's not sensible at all. Not at this point. Yeah. So yes, I probably should move back, but you know, it's hard. Moving moving countries are massive pain. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it again. I just I just got to Singapore. How is it a pain? It's because you didn't throw anything away. It was it's not a pain. (laughs) They they literally shipped my room full of boxes. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. No. And it was they shipped it. You didn't ship it. You didn't do anything. Yeah, because I left it too late. I left it too late to pack. And so they just uh, they just said, like, what what are we taking? I was just like, oh, everything. And so they just packed up this room full of empty boxes. Yeah, I have a problem. And moving back to the UK is not a big deal. Everything's here already. But that's the problem. There's no there's nowhere to put my new empty boxes. There are places to put things. You know this. In the bin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just don't bring them back. <laughs> Just don't bring them back. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm I'm literally though recording this in my mother's basement. I feel it would be such a cliche to to come back and live. But it's a good location. Yes, it's it's a very well located basement. It's true. You, and I don't think you need to stay in the basement. There are other floors you could live in oh, if it where, Where's you so the fun much. in that? <laughs> where's the fun in that? Yeah, you want to be streaming live from my mum's basement, my mother's Coming basement. Live just for maximum sad points. <laughs> yeah. Just got to live up to the stereotype. Yeah, but we won't judge you if you're successful. It's part if of your I character. Back, if I come back and I'm living in my mother's basement, am I successful? 
you're only there just for the show. I it, yeah, I I'm, I I am taking the mic. It's true. <laughs> I don't actually have to live here. I don't I don't actually have to live in my mother's basement. It's just nice to see my mum. 